coming up. That's what Peter says. Peter says we got everything we need to live a godly life. Well, what that, does that mean? What does that mean for us? It means this. We have all we need to do what would please God Amen. in every situation. Yes. We have everything we need to please God in every situation. That's what that means. Wow. So when we ask the question or we make the statement, use what you have. Wow. Use all the stuff God has given us right. that we need to please him. In any situation in our life. Any situation. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Everyone experiences life disrupting events. When these events occur, we are forced to decide what our next steps will be. Now that deaths from COVID 19 have tremendously declined, and safety measures are relaxing, what will be your next steps as a follower of Jesus Christ? Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn for the message series, What Now? as they look at how the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ helps guide our attitudes and actions in the post-pandemic world. Here's the fifth message in the series, Use What You Have, Part 2. And then number five, from the perspective of Peter, mm -hmm. is as a follower of Jesus Christ, you have faith in him. Mm -hmm. You have faith in him as a follower of Jesus Christ. Acts 3.16 says, by faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you, you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus's name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Yeah. So now um, Peter is declaring to them that not only do is there power in his name, but there's also, uh, as a follower of Jesus Christ, faith in him that makes this man walk and make this man be healed. Right. Um, you may not have faith to heal someone like Peter just did. But I want you to know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you have faith to do something, though. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that to you yeah. again, um, because you, you like I, I don't have that faith to heal, nor have I ever seen it, you may say. But I want you to know you do have faith to do something. And, I, and it's just not me saying it. Look what it says here in Romans 12, 3. <laughs> it says... For by the grace given me, I may given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Mm, amen. All right. So the text tells us that as believers, we've all been given a measure of faith. The King James says a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. And we see this um, even in our, what we just talking about with Peter now, that Peter first didn't have a sober judgment of himself. But now in the healing of this, this lame man, 
we see Peter saying he having he's having a sober judgment of himself. Yeah. He says, I don't have money, but I do have this. And guess what? The man walked just like Peter said he would. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like Peter told him to. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have faith that we can have the same confidence in that Peter had in his faith. Right. Okay. And again, you may not be able to heal someone, but you can do something with the faith you have. Amen. And this, in this text in Romans 12, it goes on to talk about um, the gifts, the gifts of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And it lists some of the gifts in Romans 12, prophecy, teaching, and on. Mm -hmm. So you, we all have as believers faith to do something. We all have it. That's right. That's right. Amen. So now we need to figure out what that is Mm -hmm. and then do it with the same confidence that Peter told that man to rise up and walk. That's right. Yes. Yes. Do it with the same conviction because God has given it to us to use it in that way. We have to use what we have, not what we don't have, not what somebody else has or what somebody told us that we should have. Right. We need to know exactly what we have. Yes. Look at what our strengths are and don't look at the weaknesses. Absolutely. Yeah. We got to know ourselves and, yeah. and not be like Peter was before the resurrection and miscalculating himself. Mm-hmm. We really need to know what it is that we have. Mm-hmm. Number six, <clears throat> from the perspective of Peter. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. We've yes. talked about this before. Mm-hmm. As Amen. a follower of Jesus Christ, you have Thank the power Jesus. of the Holy Spirit. And uh, uh, in Acts 4, 7 through 8, it says this. Um, and this is after um, Peter had healed the man and mm-hmm. Peter and John. And they had a talk. The, the leaders had a talk with them and told them not to say anything in Christ's name. And Peter and John say, we can't help but talk about what we've seen and heard. And so the text goes on and then they let them go. They had arrested them. They let them go. Yeah. And so now this picks up with what they did after they were let go. Acts 4, 7 through 8. It says, they had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power, or I'm speaking to when they had them, by what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people. Okay. So we see now they still have Peter and John held. They're going to release them later. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But the text tells us that Peter and John were filled with the Holy Spirit, or Peter was filled with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. And what I want to point out here is, as we talked last week, we saw that Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit then too. Yeah. And he, um, the, and all of the, the, the followers were, and they spoke in languages. And then Peter proclaimed to them what they were witnessing because they were criticizing. Yeah. Some of them were, and some of them were curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, what I want to point out is that Peter was filled again with the Holy Spirit. That's what I want us to take note of. Mm -hmm. To take note of the fact that the filling of the Holy Spirit is not a one-time occurrence. Yeah. It has to be a a continual or continual refilling. So Peter once again is filled. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we, we can build on this idea in Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. Um, Paul tells us something here in his letter to the church in Ephesus. It says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the spirit. So how do I do that? The text tells us, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the spirit. Mm -hmm. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So the text gives us three things to do here in order to be to be filled with the spirit. It says, speak to one another mm-hmm. in psalms and hymns and songs. That's what it says. Okay. So they they he's saying quote scriptures to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um s- Quote songs to each other. We were just talking about that earlier. Right. We were just talking about that earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. No greater love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, do these things, have these conversations with each other. And then it says, sing and mm-hmm. make music from your heart to the Lord. Yeah. Sing and make music to the Lord to get filled. And then it always said, then it goes on to say, always be thankful. Amen. Amen. Get that to playlist get, together, you to guys. To get filled. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be thankful to get Amen. filled. So it's telling us how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then look what happens here. Let's go. This takes us to point number seven from the perspective of Peter. As follower, as a follower of Jesus Christ, you have encouragement from the church. Mm-hmm. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you have encouragement from the church or from your church family. Yeah. That's something you have um, uh, uh, for your what now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is what Peter is telling us. Acts 4, 23 through 26, and then verse 31. Look what it says. And this is after they got released from the the the, um, the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people. I'm gonna pause right there for a moment because mm-hmm. I don't want to miss just to miss this. Mm-hmm. They they didn't go back and just find anybody to talk to, but they went back to their own people, and that meant. For us, what that would be is our church family or our small group, uh, whatever, you know, the folks that you do God with, <laughs> the folks that you live life in God with, they went back to that, those folks. King James says that they went back to their own company. Yeah. The folks they hang out with. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it reads on and reported. Um, the text reads on, and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. Verse 24, when they heard this, when their folks heard this, the folk they do God with heard this, mm-hmm. they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Yes. Y'all see what happened here? Mm-hmm. They And look what it says. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens, the earth, and the sea. And everything in them. 
Verse 25, you spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, David, our father. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pause right there for a moment. You guys see what's happening here? Mm -hmm. Let me back up in case you missed it. Uh, Peter and John got released from these people. They went to their own church family, if you will, told them what happened. The church family started praying together and praising God about it, mm. um, right? And then guess what they did? They quoted scripture. Yeah, all right. <laughs> they quoted scripture, just like we just said before and the point before about how do you get filled? They quoted scripture. They It said there again, it said in verse 25, you spoke by, by you spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant David, our father. How do they know that? Because the scripture says the scripture it. Says and then it. they went and quoted the actual scripture. Mm -hmm. It says, it goes on and says, why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. That was a scripture. Yeah. That came that came from Psalms 2, verse 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. You can find it. If you want to look for it, you can find it. Yeah. They quoted scripture. Mm -hmm. And then look what it goes on to say in verse, in verse um, 31. 31. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Amen. Y'all see what happened there? Amen. Uh, Peter and John went back to their folks, the folks they do God with. The folks start praying and praising God. They quoted scripture, mm -hmm. and then they were filled again yep. with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And was given boldness to proclaim his word. Boldness. That's what happened. So you asked me, we we're trying to answer, answer the question, what now? Mm -hmm. Post-pandemic, we need to get encouragement from our church family. Amen. Amen. Because it, it, it can lead to the being filled with the spirit. Amen. Just like what happened here. Amen. Number eight, from the perspective of Peter, what now? As a follower of Jesus Christ, you have everything needed for godly living. Mm -hmm. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you have everything needed for godly living. Second Peter, again, Peter wrote this. This is Second Peter. This is his book. Mm -hmm. So this is him talking. It says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Amen. That's what Peter says. We got everything we need. Peter says we got everything we need to live a godly life. Mm -hmm. well, what that does that, that mean? What does that mean for us? It means this. We have all we need mm -hmm. to do what would please God Amen. in every situation. Yes. We have everything we need to please God in every situation. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. wow so when we ask the question or we make the statement use what you have mm -hmm. wow use all the stuff god has given us right. that we need to please him mm -hmm. in any situation in our life any situation 
Peter declares that you already have it. That's right. That's right. All right, Miss Leanne said, preach, Pastor. <laughs> you, you already have it. You already have it. So now, now get this, because we can be confused by this a little bit. Understand that pleasing God is not always narrow. What, I, what do you mean? And I'm giving you an example. Mm -hmm. Deciding what you're going to eat tonight. Okay. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff you can eat tonight. That's what please God. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not like you know, God said every day, oh no, you need to be eating this. So yeah. you need to, no, he gives us freedom of choice. Right, he's right. not, he's not, he's not specifically dictating every moment of everything that we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. He's given us generalities of how we can do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the, the thing that we want to take in mind here about what we eat, you know, is you know, one thing is, you know, taking care of our temple. Christ said, don't you know your, your body is the temple of the Lord? So we want to eat things that is conducive to properly handling our bodies or right. our temples. Right. Right. So there's a whole lot of things you can eat to do that. Yeah. And so what I'm making this point is for you is, is that so that you don't think too narrowly and mm -hmm. think there's just one thing to do to please God in this situation. No, in, in most things, there are multiple things that would please God. Mm -hmm. Even the person you marry, there's not one per person who is right for you. Right. I know we say that singing in songs, the movie said, that's not the truth. That's God right. doesn't give us that narrow of a choice. Right. But he do want you to be equally yoked. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, he wants you to find someone who love him like you do, someone right. you can grow together with and you can help each other be what God calls you to be. And that is, is more than just one person. Right. He gives can, us a choice. He gives us a choice. So it's so I don't want you so to choose wisely. Choose wisely. <laughs> exactly. I don't want you to get caught up in trying to seek that one thing. Now, there are times that there is a single thing to do, but that's not mostly what it is for us. Mm hmm. But in all of that, God has given us everything we need right. in every situation to handle it in a godly way. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to take away from this. Yes. Amen. Look, look what 1 Corinthians 10, 31 says. <laughs> so, so whether you eat or drink. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give some context here. Uh, Paul is talking about the, uh, the eating and drinking of, of um, uh, food offered to idols and stuff. And there was some dispute on all of that. And, and Paul is saying, whether you decide to eat, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever. Uh, what, and it, it's, it's, so it's, speaking of the, the example that I gave you in some regards, mm -hmm. but then it reads on. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Amen. So the point is, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. And we've been given all we need to do it for the glory of God. Yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. been given all we need for godly living. That's right. In every situation, we have all we need Amen. to do what would please God. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's, good. That's what we have. So when we say use what, what you have, I just gave you some of a list. It's not exhaustive. 
It's not everything that we that we have because you have some of us have a lot of things. Peter told the lame man, I have no money, but some of y'all got some money. <laughs> yeah, some of y'all got some, some money. Yeah, some of y'all broke off. So, <laughs> you know, the point is Peter was Peter was making the point that I'm going to give you what I have. I'm not going to give you what I don't have. In fact, I can't give you what I don't have anyway. Yeah. The problem is sometimes we try to we try to give people what we don't have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So if you don't have a faith to heal the man, you know, it's just just be honest with yourself. I you know, I don't I don't have it. I don't have that kind. So you you can't confidently say get up and walk like yeah. and I'm not telling you not to pray for him. Right. I'm just talking about the posture Peter took was Peter didn't take the posture that um, let, me, let me see if he going to walk. Yeah. Right. That wasn't his right. position. No, Peter had confidence. He had confidence. That the man and faith mm -hmm. that when he grabbed his hand and lifted him up, mm -hmm. that he was going to walk. Amen. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Yes. yes, that's good. So we need to use what we have. Mm -hmm. Post pandemic. Amen. Amen. Not what we don't have or what we think we have know what we have examined and realized no this is what i have yes. and some of us know very clearly what we have what gifts we have what how god has blessed us with some things and we know it's god and we know i have this we need to use it for his glory for his glory I think, I think part of the problem too is that we often use, try to use it for our self gratification yeah. or self gain for yeah. ourselves, right? Yeah. Instead of giving back, like God said, to Absolutely. serve others. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what we want to do post pandemic, y'all. Amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus Draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time and the resurrected Christ showed up and Paul encountered him. And, and Christ says to Paul, why are you persecuting me? Right. Now, Paul was persecuting his Christ's followers. But look how 
Jesus saw it. Yeah. Jesus says, why are you persecuting me? That, that ought to bring you comfort. Yeah. It ought to bring you comfort. Uh, that Christ sees when folks persecute his people, they're persecuting him. Yeah, don't mess with a child of God. Don't mess with a child of God. That's right. Thank you for listening. 